With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another uh, another episode of us opening up the old WHM mailbag. Yeah, it's a physical mailbag. Thank you so much for all of, all of you guys sending <laughs> us physical mail. Yeah, hear See, that? Yeah, hear I got that it. paper crinkle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love. <laughs> I just I just hauled it in from the curb. I'm, I'm the <laughs> WHM postman. This is WHM mailbag for April. Right, twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's this month. Yeah, dude. Well, time just flies, man. Who well, even knows? When four twenties in the middle of the month, brother. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'm thirty one years old, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you wanna, so, what's that? You want to enjoy it? It's 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 not. I don't know. I I find it fine. It's just stoner culture is uh, always a problem. It's for me. the high holidays, Steve. It is, and it's great. <laughs> Everyone should get stoned all the time. Not on four twenty. Not to just like. Well, I mean, that's someone. Someone had an interesting thing, which was like, uh, like it was a little infographic, and it showed like an entire calendar year <laughs> and all. All the uh, dates of the year, except for 420, was in green, and 420 yeah. was red. Yeah. And the green was, like, all the days you smoke weed, and the red was, like, the day you talk about it on social media or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I should say that um, only if you have a medical card or yep. you live in the states of Washington or Colorado. Absolutely. Um, or if it's other... decriminalized in the city you well, live in. Well, no, 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 no. That's still not... Uh... No, or if it's yeah. decriminalized in the city you live in. Well, you know, agree to disagree. <laughs> I want to. I want. I want to let any children listening know that it's deadly, deadly stuff. Um. So, let's read some letters. Oh yeah, we got the first one here. Subject line: mailbag question. Oh, oh good. That's a, That'll get you to the top of the list. Yeah. A really specific headline. <laughs> hey guys, love the podcast. Thank you. Is that what this is? Podcast. Okay. Congrats on on the uh, 200 episodes. Thank you again. My mailbag question is, have any of you tried to remember a movie that was so out there or stupid that you honestly think you made it up? I once forgot what Nothing But Trouble was. <laughs> so did what, everybody else. <laughs> excuse me, was called and who was in it, but I tried explaining the plot and the gross old man Dan Aykroyd. Since the last time I saw it was in like 1998, I thought I made it up. Like some awful fever dream, and none of my friends believed it existed until I saw the cover in a Walmart <laughs> five-buck bin. <laughs> Kelly sent from my iPhone. Um, so I remember when I was a kid, um, I had this very vivid memory of like waking up and I had to go to the bathroom and coming out of my room to walk down the hall, and my mom had a friend over, and they were watching a movie. And I remember I just turned and looked at the TV 
and there was this huge devil monster on the TV. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And I was terrified. And I like bout face and ran into the bathroom. And I never was like, Mom, what what are you watching? Like, I never pulled that on her. Oh, was it that part in Coming to America where Louis Anderson plays a guy with McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, right? Uh, it's a McDowell's. Oh, you're right. <laughs> great movie. Oh, absolutely yeah. a great movie. But so for years, I was like, was my mom watching a weird, like, satanic movie? Yeah. Like, what's going on? Well, one day... And I was late to the party on this movie, which who cares because it's this yeah. movie. But it turned out it was Tim Curry in Legend. Yeah. It was his Devil Beast character. Right. Like it was it was a total hungover Saturday. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Legend with Tom Cruise. I've never seen this. Whatever. Put it on. Mm. And there was the fucking devil monster from oh, like 15 years earlier. I got a uh, I got one that's. Uh... It's a little out there, I think it would qualify as. You know, I grew up for for whatever reason, call it negligence. <laughs> All right, I will. <laughs> negligence it is. I grew up with the complete cable package of all the movie channels and whatnot, and I like to stay up late at night. <laughs> so um I, I ended up watching this movie where I think it was Judd Nelson actually uh-huh. starts growing a hand out of his back. Right. And Bill Paxton is in it as like a garbage man and he's just like eating like molding rotting chicken and talking about like refried dog shit and, <laughs> and like I think he ate that too. This was all like and I was just like oh, my, oh god I had a nightmare. You know I wake up on the couch the yeah. next day and I'm yeah. like I had a what it was set. Turns out it was a, a little film called The Dark Backward. Yeah, it's real. It's, it's a real one. It's disgusting. eating dog shit, dude. Eating fried dog shit. In that does movie. that happen? I don't. know, Maybe you know. I it's might, a weird movie. The thing is, I might be like I. I saw it. I. Uh, it all adds up, but I might be still making shit up about the it. Judd Nelson hand thing. Definitely happens in that movie. Uh, I don't have a story like that, but I will jump off the fried dog shit piece and say, <laughs> of course you will, that nothing but trouble is the most disgusting movie anyone's <laughs> ever put to film. Right? Yes. I, yes. And people have requested it. I don't think I can make an episode out of that film. No, we can't do it. Gross is, it's just wall to wall gross. It's like being in a dollar <laughs> store that's fucking dusty and you start to sneeze and you're like, oh man, now I'm breathing in dollar store. It's in my fucking, my, like, my nodes in my lungs. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. You just talked about how being in a dollar store like that would freak you out. Yeah. And that time on the air, I talked about my phobia of dollar stores and y'all fucking laughed at me. That's what it is. Yeah, you, That's and, what it is. Well, I think you're both ridiculous. <laughs> my but, dollar store phobia is like Steve watching nothing but trouble. Because he's eating fucking, he, it's an old man, like a rickety old gray hot dog. <laughs> and you got fucking John Candy in a diaper at some no, it's Dan Aykroyd in the Dan diaper. Dan Aykroyd's got that diaper. He, on. he plays like the dual diaper role, and it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I agree with you because I hate that movie. Yeah, and I don't think I'd want to talk about it or revisit it that much. But yeah. it's just, ugh. Now, and here's one thing I, I want to end this this part of the the show on this this letter anyway is this is a serious one because this is I know I saw this movie and I cannot. For the life of me, remember what it was called. So I want to say it on the air in case anyone has seen it. Uh-oh. Here's my chance to do this. So back in school, we did a uh, like a world cinema class. Is this was, a snuff film? Nah, maybe, maybe actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so there is. Uh, 
it was it was like a grab bag like we're just gonna go from country to country sure. and kind of pop around or whatever and so there was it was an asian film i don't remember where in asia it's from but the whole plot of the movie is there's a guy who's like a performance artist and he fakes his own death and then from afar spies on the reactions of all his friends and family and like I I don't know if he films them like mourning. Do you remember this? I was in that class. Yeah. I think I do remember this. I don't know what it was called. Exactly. So if anyone out there, if you have any information about that movie, <laughs> we all hate movies at gmail.com. It was the last scene in a humanities building classroom. <laughs> Another movie involves a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of the time, he transitioned into werewolves. <laughs> All right, Steve, what do you got? Uh, Swayze Slumber Party Massacre. All right. Uh, Dear WHM, which is actually short for We Hate Movies. If you're ever on the internet and you're like, hey, how do I, I don't want to write We Hate Movies, you can write WHM. It's just the same difference. Yeah, sometimes, though, uh, WHM butts heads with uh, WHM Women's History Month, and, oh, and yeah. that can get confusing on Twitter. Sure, it can. Well, they're kind of the same. <laughs> uh, this is Bart from Cincinnati, and... And I have been hooked. Uh, that was an editor's note. He, he missed the eye there. And I have been hooked. Ever yeah, you know what's great? Read those aloud. <laughs> Point that out. And I have been hooked ever since the No Holds Barred episode. Classic F, by the way. Uh, I wrote in because your recent episode on Next to Kin reminded me of an incident involving another Swayze classic and possible future episode. The incident happened at a birthday slash slumber party when the dad of the birthday boy decided it was high time for us 10 year olds to watch what he called an educational film <laughs> this movie the movie in question is of course red dawn <laughs> now imagine at least he didn't say ghost <laughs> now imagine watching that for the first time with a friend's dad prefacing this movie talking about how this is definitely going to happen in the future and to pay attention because it could save your life <laughs> I had so many nightmares about soldiers parachuting down and shooting up my school, my parents, uh, uh, my parents being sent to a re-education camp, oh and having God. to hide out in the woods from a communist. The funny thing is that the USSR <laughs> had crumbled four years earlier. <laughs> uh, I was wondering, but you know, China's still around and oh, yeah. Cuba's still around. And Obama, <laughs> oh, don't true. even get me started. Oh, Obama's got soldiers that'll shoot up schools. Obama coming right from North Korea. Uh, I was wondering if you had any similar incidences with movies as kids. Bart, Cincinnati. Thank you. Right, like uh, like yeah, parents you, being humiliating while you're watching a movie. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you, I think you could take that a few ways. Is there any uh, maybe movies that you got scared by that uh, you saw maybe a little too young, or um, did you know? I always hated. Um, Somebody dadding up a movie at the end of it. You know, I remember watching Apollo 13 with somebody's dad. It was like me, my brother, my sister, and this kid. And Apollo 13's happening and like it's ending. And he's like, he just starts, he takes it upon himself to be like, and then the next group of astronauts will be <laughs> Mark and Leslie and Steven. And I'm oh, like, I don't know. shut up. I know. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I just felt very uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, you know, don't inspire me. I'm watching fucking Apollo 13. I'm only here for the large bowl of Doritos you're serving. Also, it's not your job to inspire me. You're not my dad. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, that's better than what I had, man. One time, so I'm watching Braveheart. This is the first time I'm watching Braveheart. So this is like, whatever, 1995 or something. like. It was like just on home video. 
So watching Braveheart, and it gets to that scene where Sophie Marceau's like, we all know the scene. Yeah, you know, she's, she's bathing in that waterfall and whatnot. And it's me, my buddy, and his dad in a dark living room. They were like a movies on lights off house. Sure. So there we are in the dark. And I'm like, oh, man. All right, movie with nudity. Haven't had a lot of these yet. Sure. Pretty cool. It's been violent, and now there's sexy ladies. Perfect. And just the scene, if you remember it, is like just some gentle music. Sure. And she's showering under a waterfall and whatever. I want to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> and then cutting through this beautiful moment is just this dude's dad just goes, well, there's her boobers. <laughs> and boobers. I, boobers, dude. And I have never had a moment shattered so fast into so many pieces than the gr- a grown man using the word boober. <laughs> I, I, I got I got one that shatters a, a beautiful moment, but it's not. It doesn't involve dads. Didn't watch a lot of movies with dads. Yeah, sure. but uh, or, you know, again, this is another late night cable terror. Sure, sure. <laughs> the lights went out. It's time to fucking watch a movie. You know, you just you're like, oh, wait, wait, what's this? And I think I think other I think my this was actually my, maybe my uncle or someone was watching this and I walked into the room or whatever and everyone was kind of cool with it. <laughs> you just slink in and kind of take a seat at the edge of the right. couch. And Enough like, of like banquet beers were consumed <laughs> where we're all kind of all right with it. So, you know, this is my first exposure to this franchise. You'll figure out what it is real quick. Um, I see this naked lady on a bed and it's like, it's like, you know, it's pretty insanely naked. Sure. And you're like, wait a second, I'm a small <laughs> child. I want to know what this is about. <laughs> well, and then some chains come out and rip all of her skin off. <laughs> oh, no! Secret Hellraiser screaming. Yeah, yeah. That's oh. not what you want when you're like, a, I think I was like 11. Did anyone say anything after that happened? Uh, I think I left the room and <laughs> yeah. they probably thought I was a, you know, a, a wuss. I watched that movie for the first time shortly after turning 30 years old last year, and I was like, I don't know if I'm old enough to watch this. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about that scene for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. That's... You can't get it out. You know, now you, this is how you become a killer. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't shake that shit. Exactly. Um, all right. Let's see here. Mm-mm-mm. Where's my email? Here we go. So Boobers. Hey, there's her boobers. Hey, cool. It's her boobers. <laughs> oh, man. You think I could get a girlfriend with some good boobers in here? <laughs> hey, listen. When you're then there trying to cast my next movie, how about I get a girlfriend with some real nice boobers? Could you do that? And, and don't go skimping on a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> rotten molding chicken uh. that Larry the Cable Guy is sharing out of a bucket with Bill Paxton. <laughs> All right, so this uh, <clears throat> this email, this is great. It's called Face Off Ring Off. Okay. So you guys will recall from a few weeks back, episode 199, we were talking about John Woo's Face Off. Garnered us a lot of emails. This one, this one stands out. <clears throat> hey, guys. As soon as I saw you were covering Face Off, I knew I had to share a related story. I met a girl a few years back, and we had a brief but fun relationship. At the peak, 
we took a trip to a major amusement park that featured a face-off themed roller coaster. What? <laughs> I also found that in the in-hotel movie service, uh, they were also offering the said film for rental. So a plan was put into motion. We would end the day at the park with a ride on the coaster and then back to the hotel for a tall glass of water. So I guess they're smoking weed in the hotel room. Sure. Uh, pizza and face off. What a party. That wasn't my commentary. He wrote, what a party. <laughs> I believe you. The next morning during the return home trip, we stopped for gas. While she was inside paying, real nice, buddy, <laughs> uh, I, being nosy, real nice, buddy, opened the console to find a picture of her, her two kids, and her obvious husband. I slowly closed the console and never spoke to her again. Love your show, Jeff the Accidental Adulterer. Nice. Now I'll say this, though, Jeff. You, see, you found a picture. You didn't find, like, a ring that was hidden in Could there. Could have been a something. divorce. Could have been murdered by, you know, Hellraiser centibites. You never know. And she's just hanging on. She's like, yeah, I'll go to this face-off amusement park with this guy. But that doesn't mean I'm going to forget the memory of my slaughtered family. Can we just talk about what this face-off amusement park ride is? Does, does it, anyone know what it, this is? Does it thunk your face off? <laughs> is it maybe like, when it, like you know, the beginning of the Back to the Future ride instead of, like, Doc Brown at CCH Pounder? <laughs> All right, Sean Archer, you'll have to... <laughs> <laughs> There's only one way to catch ta Caster Troy. Maybe that's the only way you're held into the roller coaster is instead of a like a security strap comes down, it's just a thing that gets stuck to your face <laughs> and it holds you in the roller coaster. It holds your face and it's like, all right, Sean Archer, now perform gun foo. <laughs> I oh, Sean Archer, it's Gina Gershon. You'd better sleep with her or else she won't believe you're you. <laughs> I think I looked up because someone else was talking about the face off roller coaster. I think what it is, it's one of those roller coasters. Here's the, the thing with roller coasters. I think there's like technically seven different roller coasters and we just paint them different <laughs> yes, colors yeah. and call them different things because this sounded awfully similar to a roller coaster that was near where I grew up called the boomerang, which was like the, the whole like cart backed up. Up, 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 like a like a really steep incline, and sure. then dropped you, and you went for like a loop to loop. That's and then, a boomer, and then <laughs> there's your boomers. <laughs> there's a boomer right there, and then you went up to like the top of it again, right oh, on the other yeah, side, yeah. and then it dropped you backwards. Mm -hmm. I think I think that's what this face off roller coaster was. Okay, because you know, get it just the duality of the roller coaster track, sure. oh my or God. something, <laughs> because we have to make a face off ride. What horse shit. Uh, amusement park story. I was about to get a in Six Flags Great Adventure in the uh, Greater Metropolitan Area. Uh, I was about to uh, <laughs> jump on Batman and Robin's The Chiller in oh, high yeah, school. Dude. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the Robin one. They both went really, really fast. They started immediately. Like it wasn't like a. Uh, whatever. Oh, what? you just like launch off? Yeah, you really You're do. You're getting whiplash, man. That's dangerous. My my belt didn't buckle. <laughs> Oh. And here I go, 18 years old on a high school trip, and I got to start screaming because my thing is not 
buckled, and I am I like cause my life is in my own hands because oh some fucking stoner just was like, "You're good, fat kid," and moved on. <laughs> you could have been a YouTube star. <laughs> a few years later, you would have been a YouTube star, dude. That guy screaming on that roller coaster is hilarious. So was it like that? We like, but you were safe. You survived. Well, no. I, I, before the ride started, I was like, "Hey." <laughs> and like, so I was like, oh wait, sorry, brah. Here's your fucking latch. And I'm like, yeah, cool, brah. Oh my god, oh, dude. God, what a fucking con. The, the, the illusion <laughs> of safety at amusement parks is amazing, isn't it? It's just like you're dealing with fucking people that are stoned all day. Yeah, dude, yeah. carnies. Yeah. You know who the number you know what the n- the number one attendee of amusement parks? What? Grim Reaper. <laughs> Yeah, the Reaper's going to all sorts of coaster parks, man. Yeah. So, uh, one little last one here. All right. And I, do, you know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Gene Shalit and Snicker Almonds. Snickers oh Almonds. Oh, boy. The very first episode of WHM I listened to was Twister. At some point, one of you. And who knows which one, given that you all apparently sound alike. Oh, get over yourselves, everyone. No, no, just, you know, we are from the state of New York. And certain people sound like other people that live near them, I guess, right? Like there's sort of a regional accent develops over time. That's what I heard happens. You know, it's sort of like how, you know, some people sound like this. Right. Exactly right. And if we all sounded like that, right. then maybe you know you wouldn't know who said what about the boobers. <laughs> or we all sound like CCH Pounder. <laughs> Here's another reason why you should get this face-off experiment, Sean Archer. Are you ready? Are you ready? Make sure your safety latches are firmly buckled and your hey. wallet is in the little cubby in front of you. I'm talking to you, fat kid in the Hawaiian t-shirt. <laughs> All right, so, okay, he goes on yeah. to say that, obviously, like, who knows which one of us said they had a story about selling Gene Shallot to Snickers Almonds. <laughs> 117 episodes have passed, <laughs> and I still have not heard this story. I demanded to be told, Todd. I don't know if this got told at all. Maybe Todd missed something. Maybe we did. Maybe you did tell it, but maybe you didn't. So I, I think- don't. I don't think so. And Todd, by the way, this is Andrew Jupin. This is me. He's okay. the guy on every episode. So you could <laughs> you could maybe zero in on that that voice and and crack that nugget first. Oh yeah, it's like cracking enigma. Dude. Yeah, dude, you got oh, it. Shit, all they yeah. found out, you know, the weather was this, this Heil Hitler. That's how they. <laughs> you're did the it. dude. You're the fucking Heil Hitler. I'm Heil movies. Hitler. <laughs> nice. Oh man, you're lucky. <laughs> all right, Todd. Here you go. Here's the Gene Shalit story. So, uh, as you've heard on other, you know, hundreds of episodes, I talk about it all the time. I used to be a projectionist at a mall multiplex, a real shitty dirt mall garbage town movie theater and um <laughs> that's what it was times were tough <laughs> the the whole building it's such a dirt town that whole building is completely demolished by the way <laughs> oh man they couldn't dust that off no they couldn't um so anyways i had worked like a full day open and you know work till whatever like six o'clock and i'm driving home and i get a phone call from my manager and it's always a terrible sign you know you're getting a phone call just after you got off of your part-time job because it's either you left your jacket here or come back in and work some more (laughs) so i picked up the phone and he's like hey do you want to make 
two hundred dollars. Uh, and I'm like, hey man, sounds good to me. <laughs> and he's like, we need you to come in and do like a special a special screening. You have to like run this projector. You have to stay with it the entire time. You know, we can't have someone who's running the other. It was a ten screen theater. We can't have someone who's running the other nine machines. You know, walk away from this projector. And I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever. Sure. Why is it two hundred dollars? And he says, because it's a special screening for Gene Shallon. because <laughs> he has to he has to screen this movie because he has to do the review of it on what Good Morning America or whatever he used to be on. Yeah. Uh, and he's going to pay you two hundred dollars to run this movie. And I'm like, you just got to go to his creepy old mansion. Exactly. I got to put <laughs> his, I got to put his mustache wax on for him. So I turn Andrew, around. I used to be in the pictures. <laughs> just in a, like, a silk robe. <laughs> Gene Shallot as Norma Desmond? Yes. Yeah. Sign me up. Dude, it starts with me face down in a pool. <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. So I turn around. I drive back. And, you know, he's like, he's going to be here in like an hour and a half. So you have to make up this print before then. So I say, okay, what's the movie that he so desperately needs to watch to review on Good Morning America? And my manager sheepishly is like, um, it's the new Jamie Foxx movie, Stealth. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's why it's fucking $200. <laughs> so I put together this piece of shit, get everything ready, and I go downstairs to get a cup of coffee, and in walks Gene Shallot. And he is exactly what you think gene shallot is right like what he is on tv yeah is gene shallot is he wearing a t-shirt is he dressed to the is he's, he like wearing that corduroy suit i believe he's got a crinkly ass corduroy suit on. it's like corduroy yeah. suit jacket with the most wrinkled tan khakis you've ever seen in your life the mustache is there the bow tie the whole fucking thing oh my you put the bow tie on for this <laughs> Dude, yeah he put a bow tie on to review stealth it's guess, a night at the movies <laughs> I, I guess those are the two options you could either do like i'm gene shallot I'm going to put on different glasses, put on a hat, wear, a t right. wear like a band t-shirt, wear yeah. a Seven Dust t-shirt and go to the <laughs> movies. I love Seven Dust. <laughs> or just do, do go go for go for the you know the whole thing. I mean so he was go for shallot, man. I mean he came in and so I was getting this I wasn't going to be stealth to this movie <laughs> premiere. I wanted to be myself. He shockingly didn't make any puns. What? No, I know. I guess that was the one part of him that was off for the evening. <laughs> But so, so I'm getting a cup of coffee when he happened to walk in, and you know my manager comes up and he's like, "Oh, Mr. Shallot, welcome." Blah blah blah, and I'm like, "You know, hey, Gene Shallot, can I get you anything?" <laughs> and he looks at this concession. It was a shitty, like nothing concession mm -hmm. stand. And he's like, "Snickers almond for a dollar? Well, I'll take two." <laughs> Like, okay, Gene Shallot. I think like he gave me a five and like did keep the change. Oh, oh nice. Thanks, Gene Shallot. <laughs> so he goes, I start the movie for him, you know, he watches fucking stealth. What I so I am in essence watching stealth with Gene Shallot. We're just not in the same room. Oh, I get to watch the master work? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the master filmmaker Rob Cohen make that movie. <laughs> and so what the movie's terrible, whatever. So it's like it's it's after like nothing else was playing. The building was empty. And so comes out like the credits are rolling. So once I saw credits, I went downstairs and 
we're just kind of making small talk and he goes into the bathroom and he'd been saying something like on the way in and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I just, for so, I was like, so, so what'd you think of the movie? Like I yell at Gene Shalit in the bathroom. And then what happens is it's got Oscar written all over it. Immediate toilet flush. <laughs> it was such perfect timing that I think he knew what he was doing. <laughs> And then he just he came out. He was like, "All right, thanks. Here's a check for two hundred dollars. Bye." You know, and that was that was the end of it. Then he just he walked into the foggy night, and I never saw Gene Shalit again. You think he remembers you? Not at all. <laughs> Not even in the slightest. Oh, I've had I've had I've had projectionist boys lined up from here to King Kingdom Come, making up all sorts of stealths for me. Kingdom Come. But I only had one. One far away that had two Snickers albums. <laughs> a dollar a piece, he said. Guarantee he remembers those Snickers better than you. <laughs> Do they make Snickers almond anymore? Oh, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've had one. They're great. You can get them for a dollar. Maybe I will. I'll t- oh, no. The line is, I'll take two. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll take two. That's WHM Mailbag for this month, gang. If you want your weird stories read on the air, if you have questions for us that you need answered desperately, like what the hell was that Gene Shallot story? Or pseudo story? Yeah, it's a story, right? It's a story. He's got a toilet flush. You know, if you want to tell us to go fuck ourselves, I guess you could do that, too, if you want. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Until the next time we open up the mailbag, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Zadak. Take it easy.